grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. the show okay good evening everybody how's everybody's friday hope you had a great week uh halloween's coming quick 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 and murphy's murphy is still at it this friday and uh there's been weird things going on you know there's a weird energy i've heard you know i've seen some of my friends on facebook talking about it. there's some real weird energy going on and i don't know something's coming i don't know what but it's kind of it's kind of unnerving you know my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host. I hope for the next hour, assuming we don't get booted off or anything weird like that. Um, <laughs> I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Uh, we are 45 strong up and down the state of California, and we can help you with your paranormal needs, whether it be cryptids, UFOs, uh, ghosties, whatever you think, whatever you think might be going on. California is a big state, and it might take us a couple days to get to you, but we will get to you eventually, uh, two to three days tops. And in the case that we can't get to you right away, we have many of us on staff who can phone you and talk to you about what's going on in your business or house. And in most cases, they can calm things down until we can get there. And like I said, it never takes more than two or three days. How do you find us? Well, we are on Facebook under California Haunts, California Haunts Radio, and our psychic team has a page to themselves called the Sacramento Sears, S-E-E-R-S, like, like in ancient Greece, right? Uh, you can find us on Twitter under California Haunts. You can find us on TikTok under California Haunts. You can find us on Twitch under Cal Haunts, I think. I haven't been to, been to Twitch in a while. And you can definitely find us... On Instagram under Ghosty Gal, all lowercase. And of course, we do have a meetup page. So it's the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team meetup page. And you can find us. I think that's it. Did I miss? Oh, YouTube. Too many of these. YouTube.com forward slash at California Haunts Radio. All right. That all being said, if you are watching from Facebook and YouTube and you like what you see, Please, uh, if you haven't done so already, please follow on Facebook. We're looking for followers. And show us some love. Show us some thumbs up, some hearts, and things like that. Um, you know, because what that does, you know, leave comments in the chat room. And what that does is it, it, it helps us with the FYP on this, where the computer sees us, you know, sees that we're getting these comments and stuff. And it puts us out there to more people. So it spreads the show out and more people get to see it. YouTube, same thing, same process, except if you haven't subscribed already, please be sure to do so. We are 240 away from 1,000 subscribers, and I'm hoping to hit that mark by Christmas. That would be a great Christmas gift. That would be wonderful. So if you haven't done so already, please subscribe. Uh, we're doing shows Monday through Friday, and uh, I'm mean, sorry, Sunday. I always forget that. Sunday through Friday, we're doing shows. Sunday, we read from a paranormal, I, I read from a paranormal theme book, and the rest of the week is good, cool Stuff like UFOs, cryptids, you name it, we cover it. 
And so every night at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, we have a different type of guest on. All right. Wow. So it's Casual Friday for us, and that means, like I said in the intro, it is Nancy Matt's Friday, and Nancy Matt's likes complicated topics, and tonight is no different. We're going to be talking about time travel and parallel, well, either universe tra time travel or par just parallel universes, which means you're in time travel, kind of like Back to the Future, right? Remember the second, was it the second movie? Yeah, the second movie, Back to the Future, when Marty goes back, and he has to be careful because when he goes back to the 50s, his, his other self is on a different timeline. So he has to be careful. I think it was the second or third movie. He has to be careful to not run into his other self. That's what we're talking about, right? Because he has to go back because uh, Butthead, no, Mr. Mr. I say Butthead, guy's name, had that almanac, you know, that would predict the future. So he has to go back to the 50s and get the almanac from him. So he's not only in his first round when he was the first time meeting his parents, he's there again, but he's there in a, in a par on a parallel timeline so he can get that magazine or that comic. So that's the, that's what this is kind of about, like the, like the Back to the Future movies. So I'm excited to talk to Nancy about this. It's going to be a great night. It's Halloween. My my my, my little buddy's back there, back there checking out everything. He's my co-pilot. And uh, so you can blame him if anything goes wrong, he pushes buttons, right? But, uh, yeah, let's get going on this. Oh, yes, and one quick announcement. Nancy and I are deciding on a date for that Patreon Psychic Read. And once we get a date going, we're going we're gonna to let you guys know. And come, you can come over to the Patreon for those introductory uh, price signups for the, to join the Patreon to get your reading. So we're going to be doing that. We haven't decided on a date yet. Okay? It's been kind of busy. I see Maurice's in the chat room. I see Pam Nishikawa is with us. I see... Jenny Clark uh, in the chat room, and if I was getting a Labrador, I would go to those people, just as you suggest, okay? Anyway, it's a long story. Welcome, welcome, and let me bring Nancy in, and let's get this show on the road. Uh, hi. Happy How's Friday, everybody. <laughs> you know, you, you, you nailed it. Some of these complicated uh, topics, we live in these topics complicated topics all the time but yes. until someone says did you know that you're doing and i um i can't remember you i said something last week's show and you popped up and said let's talk about that i went <gasps> and i really i spent three days looking at video reading articles and i went oh fudge i've been doing this <laughs> we have been following followings and falling into some of the things i'm going to speak to tonight and to tell you the truth, I got so much information, I'm really trying to put it in a cohesive order. May not work out that way because I'm going to be giving the titles of videos, some of them I really kind of like. Um, mm -hmm. I'm kind of scientific-minded. Um, being an artist, I looked at things very carefully. Uh, accounting engineering, I went into engineering where everything was precise. I'm very visual. So people who are like me, we like to look at details. Then I got into this for, you know, like this doesn't match both sides of my brain. But when you think about it, everything we do somehow falls within some of these categories. And it's kind of kind of weird. So we're going to talk about, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I'm going to say something. And then we're going to go into, I hope, a cohesive order 
it's kind of a lot. I want to talk quick. You are Sorry, so lucky. You, you are you are so lucky because I was going to serenade you today. What? Because of this what? topic. Yeah, I was going to serenade you when you came About on the air. We don't want to blow anybody's ears out, though. Yeah, we were off the air for a while. I got on a little early, and you were kind of, I said hello. Oh, I wanted to do it so bad, you know? I was going to something along the line of, tell me, psychic, where are we going this time, right? Just like yeah, the Back to the Future all, It's all fun to me, you know? I had got all I wanted to do yeah, was play my guitar and sing. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> oh, please. Is it the 50s or 1999, right? Okay, so anyway, I had to you do know, it. In my family, there's a lot of singers, and uh, my father, my mother, side of the family, I don't remember too much, but my grandmother, my father, my grandmother were actually singing uh, the singers, and my grandmother, and I'll be talking about her sometime in the future, she was a silent screen movie star who also was a singer, and it's kind of like, how come I got the gift from that side of the family? No one wants me to sing. <laughs> Don't let me. So I want to get going on this. Some of the okay. topics we are talking about tonight is Mandela Effect. And oh, it's called yeah. false, Shared uh, False Memory. Like Abigoda. Uh, you remember the Barney Miller show? Abigoda uh -huh. was in the show. And people said, oh, he's so sorry he passed away. Well, he only just passed away a couple of years ago. Completely threw people off. And this has happened over and over. And the Mandela effect was named after Mandela, who was in prison for 13 years. As I don't remember the details. Everybody thought he died in prison. He didn't. He got out, and he end, ended up being the president of his country. And so I could go on and on. I saw so many samples of that that it's kind of redundant. Everybody knows what that means, and everybody has memory. I thought it was this way. Oh, no, it's that way. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, and we've all had that. Something I really do believe in, and I've actually practiced it. Um, I do feel better. Everybody has made stupid comments, and I'm no different. Um, and it, and sometimes it's a stupid comment met, made in a hurry or towards something or somebody, and you look back and go, oh, fudge. Sometimes it doesn't bother you for five, ten years. And because I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guilt-ridden kind of a person. I have, I can't make a mistake, and if I do, I just guilt-rid myself forever. <laughs> and I've come to a place where I, I relax, and whether you call it meditation or I call it respective or mindfulness or just relaxation between whatever I'm doing. And there are times mm -hmm. when I get really brain-tired because of talking and dealing with people's issues, and I feel like sometimes my brain isn't in my own head. And I have mm -hmm. to just relax and sometimes I'll think of something and I'll go back in time. I really encourage people to do that. And I want you to, we're going to cover this for further. Go back in time to the moment you did that stupid thing. You said something stupid. I want you to pretend that you're reliving it. And I want you to pretend that you didn't say it. Or if you did say, say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. And it's almost like a lift on you. And we really don't know the repercussions of the individual that you said that stupid thing to because their timeline has now changed. And we can go back and shift the energy of something you've done to something positive. Forgive in the past affects the present future. Learning to let go and forgive can change the past. Stop the pattern from the past to the future. So if you envision dominoes, what if you put your hand 
say you see something on TV, it's a long string of demos of the American flag and whatever, whatever, and it goes on for on. What if you stop it someplace? Well, that emotion will stop going forward and it can change people's lives. Um, how many times you've wanted to say you're sorry to a parent that passed away? You go back and you embrace your parent or guardian, whoever, and say you're sorry and you love them. And I, and I can just now visualize, I didn't say it enough to my mom. She had a lot of health issues. Uh, it, unfortunately, she died of osteoporosis, so it gave a lot of mm -hmm. health issues. And sometimes I'll just go back in time and embrace her and um, like that. And I, I feel like she can feel it. Of course, my mother passed away, and she shows up in my world and on stage and radio. So I know I've forgiven. She's forgiven me for not talking to her enough. And it's odd because as time goes on, what we miss of our parents is their voice and that we can't pick them up, pick up a phone, and just call them. But you can go back in time and tell them over and over. I do believe in that. So isn't, that part of our, isn't that part of our past life review, though, once we die? Part of that is to look over that, that sort of thing, the things that you I made think mistakes you just, with. It's true, but you look at that and then you can feel the other person's perspective on what you said stupid. I feel mm -hmm. like we can go back. Um, I kind of pride myself on not being stupid all the time. We, you know, we say, and in my world, and doing this for a living, when I get information, it comes so fast, I can't hardly control it. But I'm mm -hmm. always try never to wound another soul. And so I try very hard not to do that. Um, sometimes I'll pick up a personality trait and I talk in their personality to them. And sometimes you get away with you no know, having good filters. It's when in your world you walk around, you do something, you see something, you say something stupid. And I think it all falls out of our mouth sometimes crooked. So what I'm talking about is breaking continuity, shift from a different reality and stopped an accident type of thing. So if you have a fight with somebody at the grocery store, they get in the car. And they have an accent because they're still mad at you. You can right. go back. You don't know that. But if you go back, can you change that? Um, and then I did also mem uh, state shared false memory Mandela effect. And we all had that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I've, I've talked just really recently this afternoon. Of course, I'm having hot coffee. So it may be my voice is a little rough tonight. I'm really sorry, everybody. <laughs> That's the, the joy of, of aging is the, is being able, but then the voice suffers. So anyway, people understand nothing that's written in stone. There is the issue of timelines and the multiverse. I believe Edgar Casey was accessing possible realities that may or may not occur, depending on which timeline one might experience. He was witnessing events that occurring in a parallel reality of Earth, everything happening all at once past, present, and future. I mentioned to you once, I had this friend, and he was um, he was a reader, different, we're all different, thank goodness we're not all the same, right? And he said to me one day, what, what do you think when you get the wrong information? I don't want to get the wrong information, I try really hard, so I have to assume that I'm human and I have got the wrong information. A lot of times it's, um, people say I'm 50-50, uh, 50 times I'm on the day. Um, I just, uh, just this month, 
a uh, girl told me, she called me up. She's off telling you about my grandson being born. And you said it was going to be a week early. Well, guess what? It was seven days early. He was seven days early. How does that happen? Yet I have another lady friend and I see her getting married. Uh, the man showing up in springtime. Well, springtime has come and gone a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so the timeline is really hard to get. My bumping over to alternate timeline. No, I still see the same thing. She's got a light color dress on. Um, it comes to the knee. It's very uh, not business business, but dressy business. So I can see that happening. Absolutely. It's not changed at all. I'm not feeling that I'm in a different dimensional space. Um, there are some videos that I saw and I did put them down because I thought they were very interesting. So when this show was over, I'm not sure how Shar allows the caption to be uh, clicked. Sometimes I see it on your show. Sometimes I don't, Shar. But go back and get this information. I'll speak slowly if you want to write notes. The first one is four chilling time slip stories we can't explain. And go to video and just type that in for chilling time slip. And that probably will pop up. Very, very good. Slipping into different dimensions, living as though you don't know the people around you or working with. Did you slip into a different dimension? I think we have all done that. You get to the store and you go, whoa, wait a minute. This doesn't look or feel the same. I mm-hmm. feel and this is difficult for me to speak to because when I talk to spirit people and they show me where they are in the afterlife, whether it's a bubble of their imagination created so I can describe the family room to them or the room to the living relative, or they're in a, um, this happened recently, I would describe the deceased individual so it's, she knows I'm talking the right one. And they were in a family gathering, like a big barbecue. And I said, I was counting the people. And she says, oh, my God, there were 30 relatives. You've got them all. <laughs> it's like, I can't describe them all, but I can see a bunch of them. So in some ways, I see that. But yet, um, let's see what I was trying to make a point. Oops, different dimensions. Um, okay, so then if we are living in parallel worlds, multiple dimensions, how do I know which afterlife I'm in? Think about that for a moment. It kind of hurts my brain. Because in this reality, I'm living, I'm seeing the afterlife for the people who are alive in this universe. <laughs> and I, I read a lot. And I, it's been years. Um, Stephen Hawkins wrote this article. And, of course, I was trying to find it. I've been in this house three and a half months. And some articles are still missing, right? And it was his picture with uh, the earth or bump, 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 bump into millions of other earths as though he said, Every time you make a decision, the universe opens up and you travel that way. Well, that's another way of saying overlapping. I feel like our parallel existences, if that's possible, overlaps with another one, which makes more sense because it's not like we're reaching into another universe to travel and have a parallel life or a multidimensional life. It's that we step one step into a vibration very close to us. And I, I'm, have, I'm really thinking about this, everybody. I, I'm open to suggestions. When I first heard the word um, in the middle 90s, there was a lovely lady in Rockland, California, and she was a firm believer of walk-ins. I went, walk-ins? How? How, how is that possible when I see just one spirit at a time? It, is it that that spirit 
when I see him, he says, okay, they know I'm alive. I'm going to go take a life. I'm going to step into my neighbor when he goes to sleep at night or he dies. And I step in and make him like, how does that work? It's not that I don't believe that. I couldn't figure out how it works. Yet, people say to me, Nancy, are you sure you didn't die when you got cancer and you had all these close calls? I mean, I have friends that tell me I'm a completely different personality than when I was an engineering supervisor at Pacific Bell. I've gotten into this and I've evolved. Is it possible to evolve into a totally different personality? I was very quiet. I'm a very quiet person. But I become alive and it's a lot of energy. I don't know. I've always been the psychic. Practice makes better. I always encourage everybody, if you want to be somebody like me, you have to do it every day. But yet, there's aspects of my personality that's really different. Am I currently now a different spirit? Have I created a walk-in situation? Did I? Did I? Somebody's in the art. Yeah. <laughs> if I did, I can't remember. Because my brain still holds, can't remember the switch, because my brain still holds the memories of my childhood. The spirit just said, oh, move over, old Nancy, we're taking over. In fact, I had a lady friend who was a psychic. She says, you remember? So I was going through all this cancer stuff. I had three surgeries. And um, this, uh, November, December, 87. And then I was scheduled for another surgery, January of 18 of 88. So January 5th, guess what? I had appendicitis attack. Took myself to the hospital. My husband had to get a ride down there. So he'd take the car. kept me for a few days. And I, t I just went to the top and the, and the doc said to me, we can't open you up. We don't want to unless we're forced to because you're going through the cancer stuff. Well, a friend of mine who I trusted at the time she passed away, Anna Vasquez in Sacramento, she said, do you know that you died that night? I go, oh, no. No, I didn't. It, I don't remember. <laughs> and she says, yes. And um, you were either walk in or you stepped out, gathered whoever you wanted with you or changed somehow and then went back in. I do not have memory. I'm in the hospital. I'm all wired up in case they have to take me in. So I'm sure that if I did die, it was a second. A second mm -hmm. as attorney on the other side, right? Mm -hmm. And I've always kind of wondered about that. Donna, show up sometime and tell me what you thought. And and there was a woman in there with me. And this happened to a couple of clients of mine. They get really ill. They go to the hospital and their diagnosis is stage four. You've got two weeks left. And this woman was in the room with us and crying on the phone all night. We hardly slept at all. She was calling everybody. She knew that she was going to stay in the hospital until she died. And that's like, did I get her spirit? She's a pretty brash woman. I don't know. I'm not that way. It's a thought. Think about things like that. It's really amazing. Here's another one I, I watched and I did put on here. It's reality explanation point. First ever parallel universe has finally been discovered. They were using um, atoms smasher and they went to a place of discovering the string theory now the string theory is is amazing because a traveler came to me about 82 83 and he was a man that skipped between um universes and he showed me um not universes solar systems sorry everybody while he would travel 
by skimming over the magnetic fields of our solar system. And what that taught me was that we're held together by magnetism. And even our Earth has a, a bubble around it. And it's the Earth's magnetism. And he would travel by slipping over and over and over. And he said to me, as he was, it's a long story, he stepped into me. I don't particularly care for that. He was intrigued by the idea of having fingers and hands. <clears throat> and I've only had it happen about four times because I don't like not being me. And I was talking to someone that was with me, my mentor. And it was like I was very um, distant from my own consciousness. And I don't particularly care for that. But he was telling me that the universe is music. And it vibrates. Everything vibrates. And the scientists, uh, when they started realizing that even the atom has filaments and everything is vibrating, when they shine a light um, with uh, something with two slits on it, everything would break up into multiple uh, lines on behind it. And what that is, a wave like music. And it can be distorted. Well, the thing is, <laughs> thing is, is that an quantum level, quantum science stuff, all that, it, if you have something here, whoops, like here, it shows up on, over here doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Parallelism. And it really excites people. And so it tells them that we may be multiples parallel universes because they are proven on the most quantum level of duality. And there's nothing that can be changed about it. If, I know you can't see my hands, but if you go way out, miles and miles and miles, one quantum here and the other one will do the same thing. So it's kind of like, I wish I could remember exactly what they said here, but it was very exciting to think that they're getting smarter and smarter. Here's another one. Write this down. Signs of parallel universes. <laughs> 10 signs of parallel universes throughout history. And this one I wrote down some of the things they covered. Um, and what they're talking about is when we're living here and we drift into another time frame, are we coming into our time frame or are we going into a different time frame? Oh, wow, right? Who needs a time machine if you're going to slip, which happened to Char? Happened, you can read about these and couples taking a vacation and they're driving in England and they come across a, a cottage and everybody's dressed in costume. Oh, it's a holiday thing they're going on. And they go and have dinner and it's 74 cents for all four of them or each of them, whatever. And they leave and then they go to the destination and bed breakfast somewhere else and they talk about this cottage. It was wonderful food. And they said, you don't know what you're talking about. So they backtrack and it's a shack. It's all worn down. And so no one was in there for a couple hundred years. Mm -hmm. Time slip. It's not necessarily even with us into a parallel universe as much as you slip too far. So they were explaining called the London Hammer. And the scientists, uh, archaeologists found this hammer uh, with the iron head with the wooden handle in granite. 100 million years old or 200 it's like it makes no sense absolutely no sense they talk so that was a time so i think that someone in the field blinked in and blinked out blinked out into the distance past and just as he's trying to figure out where he is 
he drops his hammer and then he goes back. And I'm not going to, I share with you quickly here. So when I was moving from Hornbrook down to Cottonwood, there was a moment I was working too hard. It was hot and I was working and all of a sudden I felt myself slip and my conscience went into another place. And I thought to myself, where am I? If I can slip, how am I slipping back? And I did get back. But it made me think, is that how our consciousness, I gave it some more thought, is that how we get our information by dipping into that ultimate reality? Very possible. Because when I connect with people around the world, I always use a couple in Italy because I love them. <laughs> They've been clients for like 27 years, right? And they have kids. They retired there. They have three kids here in the United States. I can go to her. She mentions a child. I go to a child. I get the answer. I go back to her and I come back to me. And I give them the answer. Three, four seconds. How does that happen, everybody? <laughs> How does that happen? Well, in some ways, we're dipping into an alternate space and then coming down and getting the connection. And I follow their life force to that child back in. It's instantaneous. And so they're talking about black holes being that instantaneous information. Black holes would be similar to, um, oh, on uh, black holes and uh, what's that? We know space, a ship wants to go real fast, but wormhole. So they oh, talked yeah. about wormhole and black holes not being the same, but similar. And they were talking about black holes being a connection to other um, universes. I love that. Are you kidding? Didn't say parallel universes, said other. So I think that there's mysteries of which we don't know yet. Now in China, mm -hmm. uh, they talk about it as mysterious. And then I watch a show and this can happen around the world, but the clip I saw was these people taking pictures of a city in the clouds. Now there's something to do about ships on the ocean being seen and they're not really there. Are we, are we dipping between parallel universes? Are we picking up mirages that are picked up because of refraction of the Earth? They did talk about it, but yet I don't know how it, you know, that's a topic I'm not good enough at. I am pretty good with deja vu. The scientists say there's a lag in our brain. We're experiencing something, and then we catch up on it. Well, excuse me, I can have a dream at night, and the next day it happens. Like, mm -hmm. I'll know what everybody's going to say before they say it. And I'm doing nothing but sitting there. I can pick up a whole, and I know it happens to everybody. So deja vu, how to explain that? I think it's a slippage. I think we're going back and forth. Are we accessing time? Because people ask me all the time, future, Nancy, future, future, future. In fact, the lady just this afternoon talking about, well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't give it away who I'm talking but she talked about the future. The future's ending now. I go, what? And I see um, children in my family growing up who they're married and they're teenagers. And then I see one of the teenagers, doesn't mean both of them can't party when she's 110 and she's um, 15. We can't be all blown up if these girls are, and, um, are alive now and they're going to be alive in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, I see where they're going to school and what they're going to do in college. And so the next few years must be secure because one of them is going to end up in New York. And New York, if it's worldwide um, war, well, one of the 
locations to be destroyed would be New York again. Mm-hmm. And they live in um, Phoenix next to, you know, that's where they have so much activity that be a choice. And they have a um, nuclear system there too. Okay. Uh, they found a, this is something I don't know about. Um, the archaeologists found a blue rock. And they, um, you'll have to go back to uh, 10 signs of parallel universes throughout history. Somebody found the blue rock and they took it to um, this big scientist. And this composition, molecule compositions, never where else in the world but this one blue rock. So it was a quick, like, I don't know anything about this, but I wanted to let you know that I did watch it. Blue rock, hmm, it's gorgeous. But the molecular, um, (laughs) the composition of the rock meets no other criteria for rock on the planet. So clearly, Mm -hmm. if it leaks through parallel worlds or it dropped from the sky, I don't know. They do cover the Mandela effect, uh, the cold spot, on our universe. So I don't know how the scientists can back up the camera and take pictures of what our universe looks like, but they can capture the density of cool versus hot. And they said, well, on the right side of our universe at four o'clock, there's a spot where it's cold and it shouldn't be that cold. And what they're speculating is other universes bumped into us and Somehow nothing was created there. I don't know anything about that, but look up the cold spot. Uh, Hydrant Collider, we talked about earlier how they're discovering (laughs) the quantum universe and how amazing it is. And the one they mentioned last, I did find very curious. It's the Turid Traveler. Uh, This is an individual who landed at an airport. Everybody's heard this. And he said he, he presented his passport. And the guy checking him in said, where are you from? And I'm going to spell what country he's from. T-A-U-R-E-D. So if you type into Google, the Turid Traveler. And so they took all his passports and everything had been stamped all around the world. This guy was a traveler, but he was from where? And he was never stopped at any other airport. So, of course, the powers that be thought, Oh, let's not let this guy travel. Let's keep him from his destination in Tokyo, wherever it was. They put him in a big hotel, 20 stories up or whatever. And as they're trying to figure out what happened, they went back to talk to him. There was no exit because they had people stand outside the door. They keep him there. Guess what? He was mm-hmm. missing. So I believe that is a bleed through. He lived through to another universe, another parallelism. I can add something to that. Um we oh, went to Europe. So we, 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 we went to Europe a couple of times. Uh-huh. And the last time we went, I was I was sitting, we were waiting for the flight of Heathrow. And I was eating a sandwich and I looked up and across the room I saw myself. <laughs> what year was this? This had to be 75, 76. Oh, you were just a kid then, right? I was a kid. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't even 12 yet, I don't think. I might have been around 12. And I, I, I did. I swear to God that I, I, I saw myself across the room. And I thought, well, that's weird. She looks just, just like me. Same clothing? So, yeah, everything. So who knows? I. It's amazing 
how many times people have said, I look like someone they know. And I go, really? Mm-hmm. Well, send me a picture. I never get the pictures. But I can't mm-hmm. imagine, you know, how many doppelgangers are there of us? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, airline yeah. passenger, the Turid Traveler, 1954, a plan landed in Tokyo. And this is it, how you look him up. Citizen mm-hmm. of the United Kingdom of Turid. The man in his fictional country was between France and Spain. He had a passport and a bank statement. He was held in a hotel when they went to get him. He had vanished from the hotel. I I really like that. There's a couple of stories about a fellow who disappears um, in the Old West and um, 1900s. And as he, he did, then the 1930s or whatever it was, he also showed up in the street and he was killed by a car. And so they write about this fellow in the past, how he disappeared and never came back. Time slippage for sure. <clears throat> There's another one. It'd be interesting for you to watch. How to shift to a parallel reality and manifest a new timeline. Love that one. Um, jump timelines. Um, there's so much here. I do want to talk quicker because Shara told me she's had planned. Um, so... In some ways, um, it talks about using affirmations to shift to an alternate space, create a detailed, sensory-rich visualization of this new you in this new reality. Mm -hmm. I like that. I'd like to be able to say, um, do we really know our futures? Do we know where we're going? If someone had said to me, even one day before the Spirit of Grace universe sent me there, I wouldn't have believed it. I I intended fully to stay with the telephone company, even though I was looking for answers. I never expected to change my career because I I had 24 years with Pacific Bell, making as much money as a single woman ever need after my divorce from my first husband. So I sometimes wondered, did I create that? I I could go all night about it. I do want to mention a couple of things that happened to me with... um, the visualization. Um, I have wrote on here Star Trek and the beam me up concept into a different dimension. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that one. I remember uh, the Star Trek episode where they're beaming for the first time from the Earth to the new ship that was rebuilt after one of the expeditions. The ship got destroyed. Mm-hmm. And they were just using the beaming, and they beamed up these cre- people that turned into creatures that turned inside out. It was terrible. I don't know about that. It seems like it's like molecule changes, right? Um, I think that if there's a parallel world coexisting with us, and there's a one consciousness that slips into all of them, I don't know how that works. Like I said, I see one spirit person. I see a spirit land. And not seeing that spirit person was pieces of energy branching off all, to all the other parallel worlds. But I, I wanted to share something with you, and it could be out of order. Um, I was I had my first car when I was 18 was a Rambler. And it was a four-door boxy-looking thing. I was so proud of it. And my husband, uh, going to be husband-to-be, he was 19 at the time, and a girlfriend named Linda, we were headed to his house. So I know most of you aren't. In Sacramento, Madison Avenue to Hillsdale. It was a windy, big uh, curve with a cement divider. And it was raining. Coming our way was one of those big Chrysler cars. 
And the young man driving it didn't know how to drive in the rain and hit the middle divider. And in slow motion, people say, oh, an, uh, an accident or something terrible happening. They seem to slow down time. And I remember seeing this kid, no seatbelts in those years, I don't believe. And he was holding on steering wheel and I, he was flipping in the air. And he came down on our car. Well, he came down in such a way that the windshield wasn't even broke. Um, I had just had foot surgery. And my foot hit the underneath the dash so hard it ripped all the stitches out. So, I mean, it was like five or six stitches, but it was still recent surgeries, my left foot. And it was an automatic, so I didn't use it very much for clutching. I didn't at all. So the police showed up, and they said to me, this could have been a very serious accident. How did you know how to steer? How did you know how to turn your steering wheel? Because you only missed it by a few seconds or a few inches, and he would have been in your cab of your car. When that was happening, I don't remember doing anything. Mm -hmm. I wonder if a future me went back and said, "I don't want to be injured in that because I could have had this career." Or a future in a parallel universe trying to fix something that could have killed us because we end up getting married and having two children. What really did happen? The second one is where we live now. We live off of 162, and we live in a gated community here off 162. And coming down the hill to take a right-hand turn, you're only supposed to go in 45 or 55. It's very slow. And... Yet, when I went to, this happened like three or four weeks ago. I don't know if I show it sharp anyway. Um, I was going to pull out, and up the hill, at the top of the hill, was a vehicle. And I thought to myself, oh, let me see, they're going pretty slow. This is a slow hill. Not knowing that some people speed up and go really fast on that hill. It's really long sweep. And I went, I think I'm safe. I mean, how stupid, but it was like five seconds away, ten, eight mm -hmm. seconds. I mean, it was like a long time. And as I pulled out, he honked his horn. And I said, well, he's not even close. And then I got into what we call the safe lane. And so when you go uphill, the people coming from down the hill have a lane. And then I have a safe lane that will merge. Just as I got into that, I felt a jolt boom, like that. I didn't get hit, but I jolted. And I thought to myself, what was that? Was the universe saying, listen, Nancy, we have more work for you, stupid woman. You pulled out in front of a vehicle. I had plenty of time. It didn't feel like I was wrong. The guy was kind of mad at me, but maybe because he was going really fast, like 65. Right. Yet I felt the energy of something happening. Was that that I got killed in a parallel world? And one of my spirits came and said, okay, I'm out of here. Let's join Nancy and see if we keep her safe. Because I do feel that we can leave our body before death. And they push me faster. Did that happen? I've never had that experience before. I, I've had a lot of near death. Near, my spirit people are going to get worn out because what the cat has nine lives. I think I've used, Charlotte and I talked about this. I think I've used seven <laughs> of them. Right? I've had two men right. went over a cliff with a horse, you guys, and on the way down, <laughs> they were thinking, this may not turn out really good, and then butters hit a rock. And I think to myself, that could have really been 
Forest Hill going up to Auburn, California. Anybody want to look at Forest Hill River in the Forest Hill area? That's a steep cliff. Here I go. Yeah. She got spooked by a snake. Okay, so here's another one. Um, concept in the multi-universe. Who monkeys with the timeline? So I called a friend. I said, give me some ideas, you know. And, and he went to a place of saying, too many things are happening. And he had the sense that our future peoples, meaning the greys, are coming back and fixing things that we're screwing up. So that their timeline doesn't end up being as bad as they're implying. Mm -hmm. So we talked for a minute and he made reference to the Rendlinson incident in England. Thing with England, and it was of two young soldiers, and there's a light in the forest, and the two young men are 20, and they go out there, and one of the young men duh, goes up and puts his hands on this ship. He has an instant download of a whole, what was it, seven or eight pages or something of ones and zeros. Well, guess what? They figured it out when we started the computer systems let's translate that and they mm -hmm. did and it was quite a bit they said um monitoring of the of humanity um start time start date 8100 so they're monitoring humanity and remember i made reference to the tv show called fringe about the men in black coming back from the future monitoring some of the big events of history or accidents. And I thought, wow, is our stories of men in black coming from the future, monitoring us and thinking we should stop this one incident because, because, or do we watch it to see the replications? Um, okay. What is that? What do you mind? Oh, I just, I just realized that I <laughs> I teased the show to TikTok, and I forgot to put the link in the comments. Okay, so this is the next statement. During a car accident, and people watch themselves being re resisted. They do not see other frames of themselves in a parallel world. Um, I'm not sure why I wrote that. Um, I think sometimes when we have an accident, like I had the car accident, and everything slowed down. I think we get frightened, and I think sometimes, like in a bad uh, accident uh, in the hospital room, people step out of their body so they can watch what's happening. I think that's what they mean by that statement. I thought at the time I typed it, copied it. I didn't copy I typed it up, that that's what they mean. And I think sometimes we can evaluate a situation. Maybe that happened to me in the Rambler. Maybe I was so shocked at what could happen, I stepped outside myself and said, turn the wheel this way. But I was only 18. I really didn't know what was going to happen. Infinite copies of our reality everywhere. I'm not sure. Like I said, Stephen Hawking believed that we have so many decisions to make. Every time you open a new relative, a new direction, a new dimension. I thought to myself, 4 billion people making even one decision a day that's out of their normal. How, how does that work? So I love doing this. I, um, I do watch movies. Usually they're years old. <laughs> but I did pick some that I saw previews on TV. 
Um, and so Men in Black, they went back in time, Men in Black 3. And it's about a creature, a man, um, that kills um, one of the partners. And so Will Smith goes back in time to correct time. I feel like that's possible. Is the men in black or the grays, are they coming back into our time fixing things so they don't happen? Take in consideration how many reports have we heard of uh, missile silos and the, um, the aliens, uh, the spaceships are coming over. And mm -hmm. the next thing you know, the warheads have been disarmed. I love that. Are you kidding me? How about Land of the Lost? Will Ferrell. Silly movie. Made me laugh. That's all that matters, right? Sometimes you have to have a good laugh. And it was silly. But what I garnered from that, it was an old TV show. They took it and made a movie. Is they were implying that dimension rifts are happening. And that he created a vibration by carrying a box on his chest. He was in his lab created this energy field or was it a vibration um, that altered our dimensional space forced having him go into a second one i don't think that's all uh, mm -hmm. how could we recreate that and so when i look at what i do um i have to change my vibration i can feel it happening i call it stepping aside so if you go and see a railroad car and the railroad tracks ahead of you. Say you're standing on the left side and you're doing your life, right? Mm -hmm. And Shar says to me something that makes me want to get an answer. Without even blinking an eye, I step over. I become a different vibrational field so that I can enter time, whether it's Shar's time in the base of her neck or somebody else's. I, because I've been doing this so long every day, it doesn't take but a second to move over. I feel like that energy has shifted for allowing me to enter time vibrationally. Like I said, I know how I do this. I overthink it all the time. And people say, Nancy, people don't care. Just give them the answers and go on. I do. But that doesn't stop me from thinking this through. If I'm doing this, we should all be able to do this. If we can do this, what would stop us from stepping into a parallel universe or time? Absolutely do I access time. And it's crazy. I used to do readings in the church. It's been a while where I had people meet me. And after I moved to Arizona with my husband, and then we had the recession. It was just on. And so we do this by phone now. But we used to do readings in groups. And people would send, come in with photographs, old photographs of family. And I would, and I called it reading the photograph. And I could... And this one coming to mind, it was a big girl, picture of a grandpa with in front of the old Model A, and there's kids all size. She said, I want to ask grandpa this. And so I would look at the picture, and then I would turn it over and look at the back. And somehow I could go back and I could talk to him, and he would listen. It's almost like unconsciously he would know that someone, he's getting thoughts. And, and I would get answers. And it was like, I called it reading the photograph. And I could read the photograph. And the way I rationalize it is I sometimes will read somebody yesterday. Because when people are talking to me and there's so much stress, I just back up in time one day. Or at the office. Or on a somewhere where the stress isn't there. 
I get a clear mm-hmm. picture. So when I'm looking at someone on a photograph, I'm looking right at their face. They go, ooh, who's doing that to me? If I turn it over and don't look, I call it going into the back. They answer me. And so I used to do not genealogy, but I would bring them and the people to come back and say, I've checked with the family. You were right. Well, that's good. The dickens out of me because it's nice to project and, and conjecture. But when someone says, oh, you're right. And then I go, oh, I can't ever be wrong. And that pressure's on me. And that's why I tell you, if you want to do this, you get the experience by standing on the ledge. You do it over and over because you have to trust what you get. So Will, Land of the Lost made me think about vibration. Here's one that kind of, they made a movie with Kiefer Sutherland. It was called Mirrors, where he has had some emotional issues and he had problems at the last job. And so he thought, well, if he's a security guard, um, it should be easy. And so he gets a job, um, a big building like, um, oh, some of the bigger buildings in New York, high-end fashion place. And there had been a terrible fire in this uh, building. Jeez, I can't remember the building, the, the um, business name. doesn't matter. So he's a security guard at night, right? Mm-hmm. And in doing his job, He's hearing voices. Now, it could be he's very intuitive or it's possible that the spirit people uh, were living out the last hours, last minutes of their life. But what he discovered is that they were entering our space through the mirrors. And so the movie is about his discovering this and them knowing he can see them. And they're trying to enter our world. It's very stressful. But what that gave me the idea is how many have seen on YouTube or TikTok little child sitting at the mirror, the little boy with brown hair. And he turns to look at mama when she comes to the room, but his reflection does not. Mm-hmm. And there's not there's more than one. There's a few that have I have seen. And it made me wonder. Where are we accessing to be able to see ourselves in the mirror? I, I really like that. The TV series called Sliders, mm-hmm. where they he has the uh, created a wormhole. Remember I said vibration changes. And you can see the current that he creates by the equipment in this basement. And he creates that ho- uh, hollow look. Um, there was a TV show in the 1960s or 70s, Time Travelers. Same principle. I think Sliders was based on that, of people going into the past. And every world they accessed, which is also a point to be made, it doesn't mean that it followed our timeline. Maybe mm-hmm. Germany won the war. Maybe penicillin was not invented. Maybe a society where horses were never outlawed, but cars were. They had every kind of scenario in investigated and presented. I like that. It also could mean that if we slip over to a different parallel and we can't get back, what world have we entered? The same thought is if I'm in a different space, I'm here. I slide Mm -hmm. over. That new person, that new universe, that new parallel world wouldn't know that happened. How do I know I, Nancy, haven't already moved from one dimensional space, parallel world, into this world and liked it better. Think about that for a minute. I love it. 
Another one I like was A Sound of Thunder, Ed Burns, Ben Kensley. And it's about a company run by Ben Kensley where bazillion dollars are, are used to access time. And Ed Burns is the, uh, the fellow that takes people back in time. And on one trip, they come back. Everything seems to be okay, but it's not. And the next morning, a time rift catches up after 100 million years. Somebody changed something in the past. And in investigating, they find out that someone stepped on a butterfly. His shoe had a butterfly pattern underneath, the, the remnants of it. And they go back and they try to figure out where, who it was. They found out who it was. Ugh. And in the meantime, in his time, every time there's a time rift, it goes back to where the timeline would eventually end up being the, um, the time of the dinosaurs, that we never progress in time because that one butterfly created the riffle of not progressing in time. Somehow huh. things stopped. And if you have a chance, a sound of thunder, thunder with Edward Burns, it's worth the time because of the idea. Can we go back in time? There was a book I um, read probably. Real quick. Movie, Somewhere in Time. Correct. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. And he ends I, up coming back because he finds a penny. Yeah. And that's what brings mm -hmm. him back. He can't get back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he almost died, too, because right. he was in his hotel room not eating um, drinking or anything. Um, uh, the sound of thunder. Uh, anyway, I lost the trend. So midnight Sorry. in Paris is really fun. It's, and I have the big banner, the movie banner. I never ordered things like that, but I loved it. And it's Owen Wilson, Kathy Bates and Air, Air, Adrian Brody. Anyway, midnight in Paris is fiance and her parents want to go to Paris to go shopping. And there's other reasons, I'm sure, but this is what I remember. And he has um, kind of gotten to a place where he needs inspiration. So he walks. <laughs> this, you know, we lo I love to walk. And I'll just walk. And he does. And so his fiance goes out with the parents because he didn't want to. He goes walking. It's midnight. And he walks around a bend and he thinks, well, I'll just sit down and kind of contemplate because he really got kind of turned around a little bit. And as he's sitting there, a car pulls up and the car open door opens up and it's um, a man. He says, what are you doing there? He says, well, I'm kind of lost. He says, do you want to go with us? Well, it's a couple big. I, I want you to see it. I don't want to ruin it for you because this is a really good movie. Somehow he entered a time slip. And he goes back in time. And the big time, so good. He gets in the car and he starts, oh, who are you? And who are you? All of a sudden he realizes he's in 1910 or 20, whatever it is. And he says, this is not possible. And eventually he, he gets to a place where he says, oh, this is great. And he said, um, I don't want to ruin it. Oh, fudge. Anyway, he's a writer, and he tells the main character who invited him into the car, says, would you look at my book? And he says, well, I know someone that could, a character played by uh, Kathy Bates. He says, I'll go home, and I'll get my manuscript. You stay right here. When he goes back, 
gets a mask and then he heads to the same place. That restaurant that he was in that he met all these wonderful people, it was actually a laundromat. And he goes, what happened? What happened? And he realized that midnight was the key. So he goes back next night. He does it again. And this time they, he gets back in there and he slips into a different time. So he gets into three different time frames and then he goes back. It's just fabulous. It's fabulous. I think he did a really good job being in someone. If I slip back into 1920s, 30s, whatever, flapper era. What's that? 1920s? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want well, another movie, the, another movie, and I know people are like down on Hallmark movies because they're all sugar and spice and all that. Candace Cameron Bure did a movie called Journey Back to Christmas. Didn't see it, and, no. And um, it has to do with this comet. This comet? Christmas comet that comes, yeah. Before huh? you first see her, she's living in like 1940s, you know, during World War II. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember if she if she wrecks her car or if she's just walking and this comet goes by. Next thing you know, she's in 2005 or, or whatever year it was. There was a shift. And so yep. she's trying or to the, explain to everybody. The cops are coming because she's trying to get into a house that's not hers anymore. The house is still there, but, you know, it's been changed. And so it, she's it's lived really into a movie. different time zone, a yeah, different parallel. Yeah. It's really, it's really a good movie. And she ends up going back because the comet happens to be coming back that year. So she goes in, into this barn where she first landed in this barn and the comet takes her back. And they, they all okay. go to find her the next day and, and she's gone. Right. But it's interesting me, because she's adapting. Go ahead. Okay. So this next couple I want to speak to is Peggy Sue Got Married. Kathleen mm -hmm. Turner, Nicholas Cage. Great movie. Uh, she goes to donate blood. And they lay her down and she evidently faints or whatever. But mm -hmm. she wakes up as a teenager in high school. Mm -hmm. And I kind of took it to be that she went to sleep, but she didn't stay in her body. And she went to a parallel time, parallel universe. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, she has to reevaluate leaving her husband or not. Because in the one where she um, faints, she... Mm -hmm. um, she's going to leave him. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, Oh, wait a minute. She didn't donate, but she went to the um, homecoming. So they're adults. Mm -hmm. And then the homecoming, which is 30 years after they graduate high school, she's about ready or 20 years. She's about ready to leave her husband. And she faints because she had enough to eat. And she faints, wakes up on the table a bed where she just donated blood. And she goes back and she re-meets re her mother uh, her father, um, all the storyline, and she actually changed the outcome of her present life in, in another time line. Uh, mm -hmm. There's another one called The Butterfly Effect. Yes. Um, Aston um, Kushner, something like that. He uh, changes time, and every time he does change time, it changes for the worse. So sometimes don't um, be careful what you wish for. There's mm -hmm. another one here that I really like. It was called The Bermuda, um, called the triangle and it's based on the idea of the bermuda triangle lou diamond phillips uh is in it and there is a gentleman that owns a big company and he's losing a lot of ships and he can't figure out why so he uh saw a clip on tv he gets in touch of a scientist he gets in touch with about five different people 
and all of them will have a, a degree of knowledge on what could be happening. And he says, I'll give you $5 million a piece if you can figure out what's happening to my ships. Mm -hmm. um, and this is uh, interesting because it implies uh, an overlapping of dimensions. And mm -hmm. in the, the, the timeline that we're watching, scientists have figured out they need to change the vibration of the planet or whatever in the middle of the ocean. And Lou Diamond Phillips is experiencing um, time differentiations as in the sound of thunder. And every time this happens, his world changes. He's married, has a child, then he's married with two children, then he's not married, then he's not living in the house. And it's really intense at times. There, It was a three-parter on TV. I loved it because it implies um, that this does happen. Curious, in beginning of it Columbus is on his ship and the men on the ship are watching one of these freighters go by and this is there is something like this in Columbus diary and as they got too close one of the gentlemen that's on the ship with Columbus the energy of the ship sucks him on board and so the man who created the idea of these five people get together he takes him on the ship and he says, explain this to me. And the, unfortunately, the man's body has been sucked into the ship, but not put back together like beam me up, Scotty, it's not done. And the body parts are all over the engine. What's in that is a cross that he had was wearing of the time of Columbus. And the, he knew that Columbus had been seen. Not only did he see a ship, Columbus, but he, I feel like you need to investigate this. But he also alien UFOs, and he wrote about this. And I, I don't have the details. I know I'm probably wrong, wrong on this, but I would endure, encourage people to look at this. And then the series called Fringe. I really like this. This is uh, six, seven seasons. But this was implying the takeover of people in the future or from a parallel universe. Like they had one universe and they want to take over a second one. And in that fringe at toward like sixth, sixth season, they actually could figure out how to get from this parallel universe to the next one. It's great. It's great. I didn't get enough uh, fanfare, I think. Uh, it was taken off, but I think Starline also ended. Um, another video, Parallel Universes and Alternate Realities. Parallel Universes and Alternate Realities. Be careful for what you wish for. That can create a shift or outcome of your secret desire or reality. If you feel like you're always going to be poor and have problems in life, guess what? You're creating a vibration that will keep mm -hmm. you that way. And if you have prosperity in this lifetime but you don't believe it, guess what? You may fall over into the reality where you are kept poor. I like that idea. I like that idea. Um Top, top 10 unsettling signs of living in parallel. Dreams, visiting other realities, other timelines. That has happened probably to more people than you realize. Like you're visiting your dead father and mother on a farm versus the city. Or you're, you're taking a trip with people who are no longer alive. That, I get stories like that all the time. Um, other selves reaching out to us to work out issues in your dreams. Absolutely. Um, assuming, thinking that black holes are portals to other dimensions or parallel worlds. Maybe so. 
Um, Deja Vu, again, mentioned before, um, the survey they did is a critique with alternate universes, meaning Deja Vu, are you in this universe listening and redoing some else, or were you from another parallel living that life, experiencing that when you, like one day that happens and you come over at this one and you think it's a dream, but you're actually accessing another parallel world and it's playing out the same. Time travel, Shar, you saw a duplicate in yourself. It's amazing mm -hmm. how many people have said, I look like someone they know. Amazing. Uh, when I was a young woman athlete, um, I was kind of thin, but I had really short hair. And people used to say, I know someone looks just like you. Well, how many brown hair women do you know that's slim? I mean, maybe I met a lot of that. Um, Multi-universes looks like a bag of marbles. I'm not sure about that. But mm -hmm. instead of being a marbles, I think we're layered like a slinky like that. So I it kind of can be that. They call them um, oh, bladder looking things like a sheet of um, paper that's wet. like, And then they layer them on top of each other. Makes me think of that more than bubbles. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, another one, most amazing top 10. Mirror boy turns around, yet his reflection does not. The third person phenomena. Um, mm -hmm. People who are on Mount Everest or Himalayas somewhere and there's an issue or in a mad moment of tragedy, there seems to be another person guiding you. Now, people would think, oh, that has to be angels. Of course it could be. It could be your spirit family. Who knows? But people are saying they rely on this person. And then when the tragedy or the incident's over, they turn around and that person's not there anymore. I love that. Um, parallel universes that scientists will never solve. Mm -hmm. Look that up. I wrote it down. Oh, precognitive dreams, timeline from another dimension. They talk about the green children of Woolpit, W-O-O-L-P-I-T, parallel 13th century village of Woolpit. Two children came to town with green skin. The boy passed away shortly after of illness. Uh, the girl did not pass away. Um, but over time, when she started eating different foods of what we eat, her green coloring went away. She learned English. She said that they heard a loud noise and then a bang and then was in our universe versus theirs. And they had been in a, a recession in the ground or a cave. And when mm -hmm. they heard this noise, they said, what's this? And they held each other on by the hand and they walked up to a meadow and everything was blue sky, not green. Hmm. Cool. So this is why this is when it was very interesting. Why the world ended in 2012. Why the world ended in 2012. There are people who actually believe that we did end in 2012. And, you know, that mind calendar date. Um, the God particle was found in 2012 by CERN. Did the world end? Weird things have been happening. Are we in a simulation? Our consciousness was moved into the simulation because our world was destroyed. And I've had people, even on this show, a young man wrote in and said, why don't you talk about if we're in a simulation? And I've heard that over and over. Is it possible that we're not in the world we had because CERN did discover uh, the God particle and we no longer exist on that timeline. Pretty interesting. So 
the title of that video is Why the World Ended in 2012. There's another one, Quantum Jumping, How to Shift to a Parallel Reality and Manifest. We were just talking about that early. I think there's something to be said. If I can go back in time and forgive myself and have someone forgive me for saying something stupid, and which we all have done, why can't we visualize ourselves living in a person in a way that we want. Mm -hmm. um, I wish at times that we didn't have the trouble we had and I stayed married and didn't get the cancer. Can I go back prior to the cancer and say, I want to have a healthy body. I want to live on the ranch. Um, I want to stay with the horses. I never would have gotten to this. So was it always planned for me to have that happen, to wish mm -hmm. for an outcome of life and that I pledged, and most of you are aware of this, maybe not. I actually said to God, um, I do this in the car, everybody. I was talking to God on the day that they said I would live, which happened on my birthday, April 30th, 1990. Thank you for my life and my sanity. And if you wish, I'll work for you the rest of my life. And the car shook. No, it didn't, it, you know, no wind, no nothing. I was just, blah, 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 and I go, oh, fudge. Someone heard me. May 4th, the universe directed me to the Spirit of Grace, uh, Christ, uh, Universal Christ of the Master, Citrus Heights, California. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can visualize, um, I'll hurry up, Char. If you can it's visualize okay. a string okay. of film from a, camp, uh, from a movie, a big role, and each piece of film is every second of our life. And I've seen this before. Um, I actually have a book about a lady at screen cover and has a piece of film every second, every minute, how each film slice is done. Um, meditate, relax, and envision yourself in the alternate reality of your choice in a different piece of film next to you. How do you know, mm -hmm. how did you know if this is what happened, would you be even aware of the switch? Envision yourself stepping over it. Like I said, uh, visualize yourself healthy. Uh, I have books to read. Keep me healthy, everybody. You know, so you visualize the outcome. And I don't like people writing me and say, well, I, I've got four-stage cancer. Well, hello, I almost did too. I'm here. I had went through the medical way. And, mm -hmm. and is that because I was wanting to have, I had no concept of death. I, I was 39. But I remember 87, people didn't have TV. We didn't have shows like we do now. It's not conscious overload of everything and so I was just doing life didn't know the ramifications of everything um, another one here is um, three signs you shifted to a parallel reality and don't know it and I mentioned this earlier because if we do move over and we could have how would you know you did because your reality is you're living it is your reality but you took over the space of someone in a different space. You moved their spirit right over. As I said, people say to me, you're a totally different personality. Well, I don't think so. I just love what I do, and I express that. Mm -hmm. I gave up everything to do this, a career. I mean, I mean, things I've given up. And in reality, I can't stop because I pledged, and I do mm -hmm. so willingly. So did I as that person seek out truth and be able to help people. And I moved over to this Nancy 
in that lifetime I died. I don't know. All right, everybody, I'm done with seven pages of notes. Wow. <laughs> that was that really was good. A tough one. That was a good one. Um, I just want to show Midnight in Paris. There I don't you know go. if you can see some of those pictures of who it is. Um, last night in Soho, and this is a young girl that slips into another dimensional space in 1960s currently. Um, the mirrors, and this is what that cover looks like. Mm -hmm. Some of these I haven't watched. I like them so much. I just bought them. Sound of Thunder. See, I haven't even opened up, but I like the movie so much I make reference to it. I do feel like uh, Fringe was not given enough credit. And this is what the cover looks like, so you can recognize it. Peggy Sue got married. Did I hold this one up? Peggy Sue got married? Yeah. So some of these are exciting, you know. There's open up. I give you ideas for renting a movie some night or looking it up on Roku or something. All right, mm -hmm. kids, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this. Wow, that, that was really good, really interesting. Because I didn't know about some of those other movies. I had no idea. Yeah, I knew about the butterfly effect and, and you know, a couple of them, but I didn't know about the other ones. I'm going to have to check all those out. And there's that so many I've, I looked at and I went, well, this is like the other one. So these are the ones mm -hmm. I particularly thought gave a good demonstration of what we're trying to figure out tonight. And I right. think the most interesting is, do we really know what went wrong or that we did switch over. And I think that is a mystery. We may never know. Yeah. I think true. that also I would say that sometimes, and I've heard this and I think we've all thought of it as saying, doesn't feel right today or something's off and I can't figure out what's, I think that your timeline was changed. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when we really question where we are today, I remember sometimes I'm thinking, what am I doing? To and it's not like, I'm, you know, I'm old, so my brain doesn't work. No, these are 10, 20 years ago. I remember thinking something's really changed here. Like you were saying before the show, the energy's off. Well, maybe it was you, Char. Maybe you mm -hmm. switched. Mm -hmm. Who knows? And I do feel like we're going to have more earthquakes. And I think sometimes people like us feel it. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, that's that. And I got sniffles here. So, all right, go. everybody, call it a night. I know Char has to leave. <laughs> Well, uh, along that line, I'm going to announce it right now. We're start, I'm starting a new book on Sunday. Don't know which one it is yet. I'm picking and choosing. <laughs> However, I'm going to let you guys get the heads up on this. Monday, Jason Offutt is, is going to be here. It's a pre-recorded interview. It's all about cryptids and thunderbirds and things like that. So you guys are going to love it. That will be 6.30 p.m. Pacific over on the YouTube channel. Now, Halloween, and everybody knows this, even my former employers, know that it's like a national major holiday in this house. So I am taking <sighs> Sunday off, Monday off, Tuesday off. So I can celebrate Halloween. So Sunday's book reading will be pre-recorded. Monday's show is obviously a pre-record. And then uh, then Halloween, I'm going to do a, a best of with Joe Punahou. I hope I said it right. Um, Haunted Hawaii. So I'm going to put that one out for Halloween day, okay? And then I'll be back live on Thursday, on November 1st. So we'll be rolling live again. But it's, it's kind of nice the way this kind of is laid out this time because I did have that pre-record that I could put on the 30th. He was going to go on the 30th regardless. 
but it just so happened that it's, it's flowing mm. in sequence. And so I'm going to have Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off in a row. Not quite off because, of course, I'll be probably working right. on TikToks, you know, and things like that. But as far as this goes, I'll have those days off. So it's kind of nice to have, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like when I went to Disneyland. You guys know what happened then, you know, that everything that went out. So, yeah, that's where it's at. So that being said, I hope you like the show tonight. I like the show tonight. And there are, like I um, told you guys a couple weeks ago, there are changes coming to the formatting on the show, and I hope you like them. I'm going to be working on that this weekend and some other projects for the show. And let me remind you again, Nancy and I have not set up a date for that for the first psychic reading over at the Patreon. But when we do, I will let you guys know. And like I said, it's for Patreon members only. It is an introductory thing, so you can sign up for $5, $10, $15. And each, each increment of money that you sign up for gives you that, that, that length of a reading. Okay, so if you sign up for $5 level, 5 minutes reading. $10 level, 10-minute 10 reading. Um, $15 level, $15 reading, or 15-minute reading. And it's all introductory. And it's based on how many have signed up before she'll do that. Because yeah. yeah. in our head, we have an idea of what we want. Yeah, um, yes. Yeah. And I yeah. would encourage you... Um, well, I'm not going to say anything. Go ahead, Charge. Finish up so you can get out of there, honey. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just waiting for Karen. It doesn't matter. You know, I still got to change my clothes and stuff. But um, yeah, so check out go go check out our Patreon because we're, we're I'm offering a lot of stuff over there. We're just getting that rolling, and that's that's another thing I'm trying to get membership yeah. built up over there as well for special events and stuff. Because a lot of the special events that we used to do over here or over on Zoom or over on Facebook are now moving over to Patreon for Patreon members. So Patreon members get get all the goodies, you know. I'll do goodies over here, but not. But um, the key is to build up that, you know, that half too, because the Patreon has been kind of slow building up. But uh, there's something else, you know, I, I, that we may add if we get enough people signed up over there for the psychic readings. You know, we might do this once a month with the, with the paid members. We don't know yet. You know, we don't know how it's going to go. Like Nancy says, it depends on the numbers that that right. we get over there. Because if you pay five dollars a month for the Patreon. Or ten dollars a month for the Patreon. Well, then the next month, obviously, that qualifies you again for a reading. So where else can you do that? You know, and kind of get a monthly thing going on. Nancy gets a kickback. California Haas gets a kickback. Everybody's happy. You guys I get a ten kickback. <laughs> I give. I'm doing this for you, kiddo. Oh, um, thank what you. I do is help people and their issues, and you know, I find it fun to be able yeah. to talk to different people so yeah. so um, yeah it's a big yeah. plus so don't think that you're going to have to you know each time pay an additional 10 bucks no the people that sign up that's part of the sign up that's part of the exclusive membership over there is that you're getting you know you get a reading you know every month at whatever level you're at so think of it that way you know it's a good deal it's a good deal 10 10 bucks a month five bucks a month 15 bucks a month so anyway, we're going to get that going, you know, keep that going and see how that happens. Anyway, I better shut up. Karen's supposed to be here at 8, and I have to change my clothes yet and do all that good stuff and, you know, and go out for the evening, go get some dinner and go out for the evening. And finally got into Halloween today. My sister sent me the mother of all gifts today, and it was pretty cool. Every year I see these I see these fake, um, for the little shop of horrors, every year I, I see these fake Audrey plants come out. And they're always for sale somewhere. <laughs> somewhere my sister found me, not an Audrey plant, but a man-eating plant that sings. Oh, I love, I've seen that. 
Yeah. And so, yeah. And so that was just terrific. I opened that up around 1.30 this afternoon and I was just so ha so happy with that. That put me in the Halloween mode. So <laughs> I've got my, my, my first Audrey plant. So I'm happy about that. So welcome. Happy Halloween. Um, like I said, I will, I, I may come on to uh, give, you know, say happy Halloween to everybody. But if I don't, if I'm not able to do that, then don't right now. Happy Halloween. Uh, you know, I love this time of year. And then I swing right into Christmas and major Christmas decorations at my house. And we do it like Disney. We go, Halloween yeah. is like Disney. We do decorations like Disney. So I'm flowing um, the first rolls around that first weekend. And those lights are going to be going out there and prepping to be up by Thanksgiving. So busy, busy, busy time of year for me. Karen anyway, thank you guys for late, coming. Honey. That's okay. So we, it's okay. That's fine. I have to get dressed yet. It's all good. Karen's coming in costume. Meant to be. Huh? Karen's coming in costume tonight. <gasps> Karen's, oh, take a Karen's picture. Karen's coming in her costume. Yes. And it's going to be cute because she's Princess Leia. Oh, that's what she's making. Hi, beauties. Princess Leia is running late. Love you all. Yeah, and she wanted a Yoda. I don't have a Yoda doll, but I do have four Grogu dolls. And so nobody you know, nobody gets pissed off over that time frame because you Star Wars nerds are, are crazy. If you watch The Mandalorian this last time through. No, nope, not The Mandalorian. I take it back. Ahsoka. Um, I don't watch it. Yeah. When the colonel was on trial with the with with the military or the senate or whoever it was, Princess Leia sent C3PO to to stick up for her, you know, and back her up. Well, remember, Ahsoka is during the same timeline as the Mandalorian, which is through this so that means that Princess Leia could have come in contact with Grogu. So that's why Karen's getting Grogu, because You're they're the same head. they're in the same universe. So maybe at some point, we don't know this, right? It's not written just like nobody knew about Grogu. So at some point, Princess Leia actually got to meet Grogu. So I'm going to let Karen use one of my Grogu's for her costume. Yeah, yeah, she's got that look on her face like, shut up and just get off before, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We want to get the word out. Like I said earlier, I am 240 subscribers away from hitting a thousand on youtube Yay. so we're getting there and i'd like to hit it by christmas time and if you guys are over at facebook and you haven't done so yet be sure to hit that follow button and i really appreciate each and every one of you uh, i wouldn't be here without you guys gotta keep that flow oh, going give us you know, a thumbs up give us a thumbs up Gee, yeah i mean we, we love doing this i mean honestly it could be a lot of work in fact this week i had that i don't I'm exhausted feeling, and this can be a lot of work, but it's it's well worth it. It's well worth it to talk to you guys and have, have these nice with you guys. And I'm going to be doing a little bit more of that. I mean, you guys are going to see me go live. I'm going to – I have a – I got one Yoda Lego, and then the other one came for free. Don't know why. So I have a Yoda Lego that I'm going to be building online. So you guys can watch. Okay. I so know what that means. That's going to be something I have. I, I, and I collect, you know, I, I collect gingerbread houses with the intention of putting them together. And then I forget they're there. So I have like four gingerbread houses that we're going to build during the holiday. Now, You're going holiday to do it season. online? Live? I'll do it online. I'm going to do it online. Yeah. Woo! So we're going to do That'll that online. Fun. I'm going to build the Yoda Lego online. So we're going to be doing some fun stuff, you know, outside of this. So. I'm looking forward to it, you know, the holidays. All right, so I'm going to shut up now. I'll get you Nancy's contact information and all that good stuff. And I'm going to call it a night, and I have to go get done with this. 
load up the RSS feed and change my clothes and take off with Princess Leia tonight. So oh, send a send a picture. We'll have photos of Princess Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here I we go. And I want to see what you look like. I don't know what I'm going to be yet, so we'll see. Okay. Yeah, but you know, I know. Night, I'm working on it. Well, you know, it's funny. I have that. I have like two lightsabers. Three, actually. I have the real lightsaber that I got at yeah, Disneyland yeah. this last time. That's heavy too. I can see. You know what? Daisy really complained that not complained, but she 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 commented on how heavy those lights the lightsabers that she was using for right. the for the movies were. Now I know right. why because this one I got from Disney, it's heavy. I can't see anybody control it, but that's just me. Maybe when I was younger. But I've got the kind of fakey ones that you know telescope out, and then I have one that that's like a stub. And what it is is um, Autumn years a couple of years a few years ago, got me a, a Star Wars VR game. Oh. And you, it's a lot of lightsaber battles. And so I had Darth Vader in my living room a couple of months ago, because you get you get that, and, and then Yoda trains you with a lightsaber, and then you get to build up, and then Kylo Ren, and then you got Darth Vader. But this is what this little lightsaber is. The tip lights up on its own, has a conductor in there, and there's a little globe thing you put on the ground, and then you put you you use your phone to put the VR thing on your face, and you can set you, you can set up whoever you want. Are you going to be on the good side or bad side? And, and who you fight. So it's pretty fun. You look up and there, there's Darth Vader standing in your living room. So it's pretty cool. So I do have like the wow. different things. Yeah. So, um, all right, I'll shut up now. And here we go. And here's Nancy's info. And away we go. Okay, websites. NancyMats.com, all lowercase. NancyMatsAuthor.com, the N, the M, and the A is capped. YouTube.com forward slash. Nancy Matt Psychic, the N, the M, and the P is is capped. Help get me out of this funk, Nancy Matt's. That would be the book, one of the books. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills, Nancy Matt's. And The Unwilling Sacrifice with Nancy Matz. By Nancy Matz, I'm sorry, not with. And books available from Amazon. All right, I will see you guys live on the 1st. So enjoy your, your holiday, and please do watch these shows, even though they're pre-recorded. Okay? I know I see numbers go down when I have pre-recorded shows, and it shouldn't be like that, because, like, Mondays is, is a new show. New show, new interview. Someone I haven't done before. Of course, Tuesday is going to be a rerun, but you guys probably haven't seen the, him on the show since then, and that's like true. In fact, that was four years ago I interviewed him for the show. So oh I'm bringing God. back that particular video about uh, Haunted Hawaii. So we're going to be talking, you know, with, with him that day, and then again, uh, Thursday and Friday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are back to live shows. So I'll just take some time off. All right, guys, have a good one. Awesome, everybody. <laughs>